Welcome to Setting Captives Free podcast, where we talk about how to experience gospel freedom. Romans 6-7 says, For one who has died has been set free from sin. On today's broadcast, Mike Cleveland, founder of Setting Captives Free, shares how you can experience the freedom purchased for us by Jesus Christ at the cross. Okay, hello everyone, Mike and Jody Cleveland back with you to do a new podcast on the difference between the New Covenant and the Old Covenant, and specifically how it applies to our relationships today. I think that's so important, don't you, Jody, that we we really learn how to apply these truths? Oh, absolutely. Um, because whenever we interact with each other based on the Old Covenant, a lot of times we don't even know we're doing it, but um, it's such an ingrained um, thought process or way of thinking, not only um, in the church, but in the world, and uh, to be merit-based with each other, right? And, um, and so to, to change that, to experience new covenant living in a relationship is so liberating. It's, it's the fullness of love, I feel like. Yes. So it's, good. It's very different. I, I, I know people listening feel that they're walking on eggshells sure. around their spouse. They're afraid to mess up. They, they know they are going to get it. They're just one step away from having the the lashing out at them. And, you know, this is old covenant living. Under grace, we have love in our hearts. We are bold and confident in our relationships. Uh, totally different way of living, isn't it? It really is. It really is. And I'm excited to keep looking into Hebrews chapter 8 um, to learn more about this new covenant. Right. So we're up to chapter 8, verse 8. And if you haven't heard our previous podcasts about the difference between the old and the new, go back and listen to them. Right now, we're starting at verse 8, and it says, But God found fault with the people. So that was what was wrong with the old covenant. It wasn't the law itself that was wrong or bad or faulty in any way. Mm -hmm. The law is perfect and holy. It just couldn't make you and I perfect and holy. Right. So God found fault with the people. And he said, The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors. It's a different. It's new. It's completely... Uh, well, different. It's not like the, the covenant that God made with the uh, people under the old covenant. It's totally different. Right. He says, when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt. So he's referencing the Ten Commandments. Uh, he took them by the hand, rescuing them from slavery, mm -hmm. setting them free from their oppressors, and he led them by the hand. Isn't that a beautiful mm -hmm. uh, picture? And then he led them to Mount Sinai, oh. right, where he gave them this old covenant, where he gave them the Ten Commandments, which is the old covenant. It says, because they did not remain faithful to my covenant, and I turned away from them, declares the Lord. Uh, Jody, this has such implication for relationships, doesn't it? It really does. It really does. Because what you see is God, God said, this is the way that you should live. 
at, he rescued them first. Then he said, this is the way that you should live. They didn't do it. So he turned away from them. And this is what we do in our relationships so much. As long as the other person, um, and this could be a child, but typically I'm, we're thinking more about spouses, um, but it could be a child, a friend, whatever. As long as they're, they are doing what you want them to do, right, then everything's fine. But when they offend you, in a way that just is beyond the pale for you, whatever that happens to be, you will cut them off. This is human nature. That's You see it all the time. Relationships severed over offenses. Right. Yeah, relationships broken. Uh, this is old covenant. Uh, this is treating you that you don't deserve my love or my presence. Um, and it is old covenant covenant when you see splits when you see people separating separating relationships severing divisions in churches yeah that is because there is old covenant philosophy happening yeah Um, under the new covenant the gospel of jesus christ reigns supreme Mm. and we all focus on the cross together and jody when i look at the cross i see love Yes. Love, love. I don't see division, disunity, uh, lack of harmony. Right. We are of one spirit and we have one heart when we focus on the cross because look at the love pouring out, pouring out of every wound. Jesus dying out of love in his heart, giving up his life, yes. considering us more important than himself. Right. And isn't that how we're to interact together? Right. Not this, oh, you didn't. You don't agree with me? Oh, you think differently than I do? Well, we're out of here. I'm out of here. And our relationship is now broken. And we are going to go our separate ways. Old covenant. It very much is old covenant. <laughs> and, you know, one thing I want to make a point of is that the offense, it's not... Living in the new covenant or living according to the gospel does not minimize the offense. Yeah. It doesn't it's not saying that oh that doesn't matter or when someone sins against us, we should just you know, overlook that, shove it under the rug. Right. It doesn't matter. That's not what we're saying. In fact, we're saying the exact opposite. Because what did Jesus do on the cross? He displayed sin vividly. Yes. He became sin and it was gruesome. It was horrible it was destructive it was agonizing sin is magnified in the old covenant because it is displayed on the cross but the good news is that love the love of jesus the love of god for us uh, overcomes evil at the cross right it abolishes it it crushes it it destroys it it removes it yeah and that's what the gospel does in new covenant relationships right it acknowledges the sin but then it receives the love of jesus the cleansing of the cross and it covers it and restores the relationship that's right exactly when you look at this phrase it says because they did not remain faithful to my covenant and i turned away from them if you look at that 
the new covenant is not like that covenant. It's the opposite. Now, <coughs> we have to be careful and explain this right. Sure. But when we sin, God does not turn away from us. And the reason is because he put our sin on his son and turned away from him. Yeah. He, he, uh, the earth became dark. God turned his face away because according to uh, the Old Testament, God is too holy to look on sin. So he turned away from his own son. Yeah. And what that means for you and I is when we stumble, as we all do, right. and when we falter, and when we fail, and when we sin, God does not turn away from us. Thank you, Jesus. Right? Now, this doesn't mean... You know, some people are going to make this instant leap here and say, oh, great, I can go sin all I want. No. And God, it, it changes our hearts, doesn't yes. it? You don't want to do that. We if you're thinking sin. that way, you haven't received the gospel. Right. Yeah. Because the gospel changes our hearts. Yes. But the difference is, is beautiful here. Yeah. That when I sin, I no longer feel... That God is so displeased with me that he is going to turn away from me. Because I look at the cross and I see, oh, even that sin God put on his son. Right. And turned away from Jesus that he will never turn away from me. Mm -hmm. Jody, the last picture we see of Jesus on earth is when he was ascending to the Father, mm -hmm. his hands were upraised in blessing. Yes. That's the last picture we see, as if to say that he now blesses us throughout eternity. Yes. He's, there's no more curse. He will not turn away from us. Right. Nothing can separate us from the love of God Woo. that's in Christ Jesus yes. our Lord. Not anything not even our sin, and the reason is because our sin separated the Father and the Son mm. temporarily sure. for us. This is one of the differences between the Old and the New Covenant, isn't it? It really is, and one of the best, I mean, you know, as far as um, good news for us. And so let's apply this. Okay. Husbands, oh. if your wives sin against you, if they don't measure up today, mm. Are you going to live under the old covenant with them or the new? Meaning, are you going to turn away from them and go and sulk and pout, give them the silent treatment, make them really understand that they have not lived up, and until they do, they're not going to get your love? No. Are we going to live under the new covenant, which is we reaffirm our love? The offense is real. We're not minimizing the offense, the cross maximizes the offense and covers it over. Yes. Love covers a multitude of sin. The cross covered and atoned for the multitude of our sins. Right. Speak to wives. Right. Well, wives, many wives I've talked to through the years have said, well, um, my husband has sinned against me in this way repeatedly and I cannot, I just can't do it anymore. I can't forgive anymore. I can't, you know, it's too great. The sin is too great. And what I say is look to the cross because there you're going to see something greater than your heart, greater than your feelings, greater than what you can be and do. Because 
in and of ourselves, you're absolutely right. We can't forgive. When someone offends us, there's no way for us in ourselves to say, oh, okay, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll uh, res- just forgive that debt because we don't have the ability to pay that debt. So what we have to do is look to the cross and see that Jesus paid the debt. Jesus mm-hmm. paid the debt. And if Jesus has paid the debt, I don't have to pay it too, right? You don't have to uh, punish your spouse for something Jesus has already paid for. Um, Yes, we want to encourage them toward repentance. Yes, we want to encourage them in the gospel so that they can live differently. Peter says if we lack purity, if we lack kindness, goodness, uh, self-control, if we lack any of these, these, these things, it's because we've become nearsighted and forgotten that we've been cleansed from our sins. So when you see someone habitually sinning, it's because they've forgotten the gospel. So the way to help them to not live in habitual sin is to remind them of the gospel. So instead of saying, you know, I'm so disappointed in you. You've hurt me so much. Um, I just draw the line. You've hurt me too much. I can't. Tough pre- love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go to the curb until you get yourself sorted. You know, none of that. Instead, we come to the cross together right. and we look to Jesus together and we receive his forgiveness for our sins. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a learning process for you and me. I think especially for me because. I grew up turning away from people if they wronged me. Mm-hmm. This was my knee-jerk response. If you do something wrong, you you remember the years, Jody, of where I turned away from you um, because I was making you feel the pain of uh, what you did against me, supposedly, or even if it was really true. Instead, now I look at the cross and I see Jesus felt the pain Mm -hmm. and Jesus paid the price and Jesus was punished instead of you, instead of me. I don't have to punish you. God the Father already punished God the Son. Yes. And look how that changes the way we live. Mm -hmm. Now we come to the cross together. We remind each other that you're forgiven. Yes. That I'm forgiven that we love each other, we're under the new covenant, mm. we don't turn away from one another anymore. Right. Now we just press in together. Isn't that amazing difference? It is, and it's really the most um, blessed way to live. I'm telling you, a completely different lifestyle that we have today than we had in the past. Because in the past, there was a fear-based you know, oh, what am I going to do if I, I had to be so careful? You had to be so careful with each other. And now uh, we live in freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. I just want to pray in closing. Father in heaven, as we come to you just now, there are probably people listening whose hearts are cut. They, they realize they've turned away to punish their spouse, their children, other people, and they're hurting. Uh, They've looked at the cross now and they've seen that all the punishment that needed to happen has already happened, Mm. that all the pain that needed to be inflicted has already been inflicted, and maybe they're hurting. Father, I pray right now that you would bring them to the cross of love, that you would bring them to the cross of forgiveness, where you said, Father, forgive them, 
They don't know what they're doing. Lord, help them to see right now that they are forgiven, they are accepted, that they will never be turned away from again because they're not under that old covenant anymore. And help that to overflow their own hearts into the relationships that they have, that they would never turn away again, but that they would draw near, even as you have drawn us near through the cross of Jesus. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. This has been a podcast of Setting Captives Free. For more information or to enroll in free interactive courses on finding freedom, please go to settingcaptivesfree.com. Tune in next time for more truth that sets captives free.